0: Welcome to Healthcare Beat, a healthcare podcast brought to you by Seifarth Shaw's cross-disciplinary healthcare team. Each beat will focus on key industry trends and the latest developments while identifying practical takeaways for those in this space. Today, we continue a special series for Cyparts Healthcare Beat, addressing trends and forecasts in healthcare law under the Joe Biden administration. I'm Adam Lawton, partner in Seifarth's corporate department and host of Healthcare Beat. Let's jump in. On this episode, we'll discuss the top trends and forecasts we can expect to see in healthcare fraud litigation and enforcement under the Biden administration. In particular, we're focusing on the Federal False Claims Act that is one of the most significant enforcement tools of the federal government. Joining me is Jesse Coleman, a colleague at SyFarth and co-chair of the firm's Healthcare, Life Sciences, and Pharmaceuticals Practice Group. Jesse, welcome to Healthcare Beat. Thanks, Adam. Jesse, can you tell us about the big picture trends in False Claims Act filings and recoveries?
1: Well, Adam, recoveries are down significantly in 2020 versus previous years. This is one of the big picture trends that we're seeing. The DOJ recovered only $2.2 billion in fiscal year 2020. And while that sounds like a lot, um, this is actually the lowest total that has been recovered since 2008 and marked a decrease of nearly 30% from the approximately 3.08 billion recovered in the fiscal year of 2019. And so we also see that in healthcare specifically, which is always the largest amount, uh, the the 80% of all recoveries, uh, we see the numbers down to 1.86 billion from, uh, from 2019, where it was 2.6 billion. So we're seeing a significant downturn for the fiscal year of 2020 in terms of recoveries. However, on the other side of that coin, we've seen that FCA, or False Claims Act filings, are actually up in fiscal year 2020 to their highest level ever. So we saw 922 FCA matters filed, which is up from 786 in 2019 and and again these these cases are primarily in healthcare, and they are primarily what are known as key tam or whistleblower actions you have somebody a private party who was working with the defendant company and they uh, blow the whistle and claim that there's false claims act behavior going on when the case is either taken over later by the government and and run and those individual parties uh, obtain a recovery or they see it through if the government decides not to take the case. Uh, And we also see government-initiated cases. These are up uh, the highest number ever since uh, 1994. Uh, So you, you have a dip in the recoveries for 2020, but we see a significant ramp up in the anticipated enforcement in the years to come
0: and what would you think explains these trends?
1: Well, the general consensus uh, among experts and folks that are following these cases is it was just harder to investigate and prosecute fraud uh, while the nation was in lockdown. Uh, While many of the courts remained open, a lot of them closed. And so I think that there was a buildup in fiscal year 2020 for recoveries and investigations. And in addition, Uh, Perhaps most significantly, several major cases uh, in in the billions of dollars concluded right after the end of the government fiscal year, Uh, and these were arguably delayed recoveries. And so we're going to see a real boom, I think, in 2021, both in terms of recoveries that would be traditionally slated in the fiscal year and the billions that were recovered slightly after the beginning of the new fiscal year.
0: So let's turn now to the incoming administration and talk about the kinds of enforcement trends we can expect and also other areas of the industry that we would expect to see targeted. Well,
1: I think we're going to see a a continued increase and uptick under the new administration. The majority of this this 2020 filings obviously were were during the Trump administration, and, and, and we see record ever in that space. But I think we're going to continue to see an even higher level. This continues to be a priority for the DOJ, as I had mentioned. But we have a a host of COVID relief programs, the Paycheck Protection Program, the CARES Act. All of these are ways in which money is being pumped into the economy, and all of which involve some degree of making representations to the government for those recoveries, and therefore subject those to uh, False Claims Act scrutiny. Uh, We're seeing people creating uh, fictitious companies in order to gain these federal funds. It's anticipated that we're going to see cases involving fake vaccines and fake treatments, uh, falsification of test results and government funded research for COVID treatments. And of course, the, the provision of substandard defective equipment, including personal protective equipment or PPE. So these are the areas in which we anticipate the, the Biden administration is going to focus its efforts. We, we have an expanding number of task forces, uh, Office of Inspector General Initiatives, commissions and government appointees that are charged with policing these federal funds. And we see significant resources being devoted to combating fraud. So th- this, this area is going to be a boon area for white collar litigation and government investigations.
0: And what are the reasons why we anticipate seeing more enforcement from this administration?
1: Well, I, I think that typically what we see with a with a Democratic administration is that they generally tend to be more proactive on regulatory enforcement fronts than Republican ones. That's that's just a, a, a traditional view based on the, the past administrations for the past 50 years. But I think particularly with this administration, we can anticipate uh, this uptick for several reasons. One, President Joe Biden, we, we know that he has previously served in an administration during which FCA was, was strengthened through the 2009 Fraud Enforcement and Recovery Act, the amendments to that statute. And we've also seen additional protections for whistleblowers. So during the years when Biden was the vice president, FCA recoveries averaged $3.88 billion per year, which is obviously higher than what we've seen at least recently. We also know that uh, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, has made extensive use of California's False Claim Act to, to combat fraud. And then, of course, incoming HHS Secretary-elect or appointee Xavier Bestera also has a long history in California using California's False Claims Act to to bring claims and investigations against companies in California. So I think we see a spearhead here of executive leadership that is going to make tremendous use of the FCA to recover against fraudulent actors within the healthcare space. And with the advent of a new administration, we have a single political party in effective control of both Congressional Houses and the White House, uh, so we can see even further coordinated efforts in this area.
0: We know that one area where False Claims Act cases frequently arise are around violations of the Stark Law or the Anti-Kickback Statute, and those who have been paying attention to this space will know that many of those rules around those two statutes changed significantly uh, in the past year. Can you tell us a little bit about Uh, how those things have changed and how that might affect enforcement? Absolutely.
1: So some of the biggest changes in FCA enforcement and regulatory guidance in this area uh, have happened just within the last year to 18 months. We had new rules promulgated by CMS and the Office of Inspector General within HHS that expanded the definitions for things like fair market value under the Stark rules, which govern uh, physician compensation arrangements, uh, as well as new safe harbors in the area of uh, the anti-kickback statutes. Now the takeaway for this is that this was designed to create more flexibility. Uh, This was designed to expand the ability of parties to use compensation arrangements to provide better care for patients. There, There was a sense that the rules and the regulations were outdated. And that this, which included changes in telehealth, for example, facilitating telehealth, and additional uh, compensation arrangements for the elderly, uh, among amongst the host more Adam and and th- this could be its own podcast certainly, um, but the, the design here was to create more flexibility and opportunities for physician and other healthcare compensation arrangements, and even to remove some of the uncertainty around these arrangements, so if people felt safe. Uh, in proceeding. But of course, anytime you have no r- new rules, anytime you have new regulations, you're going to have uncertainty. These rules are largely untested and they're likely to lead to more litigation, at least until we have some baseline court cases that explain the definitions and their
0: application. So I'd like to thank Jesse Coleman for being with us today. We certainly appreciate all of Jesse's insight and expertise in this area. If you've listened to the episode, the big takeaways seem to be last year, False Claims Act recoveries were down, but that's not anticipated to be a trend that will continue. We expect that they'll go back up, uh, potentially going back up quite significantly uh, in the coming year due to multiple factors. And we anticipate that under a Biden administration, we'll see an even further increase in, in False Claims Act recoveries, especially as it always is with a major focus in the healthcare industry. It's going to be a very busy year for everybody in this space. Thank you for joining us today for another edition of CIFARTH's Healthcare Beat Podcast, bringing you the latest developments and pressing issues in healthcare. So you'll never miss an episode, be sure to visit cifarth.com where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode, Please give us a five-star rating and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. We look forward to having you with us again very soon.